You have found Behind the Lines for Super Bowl week here. My name is Steven Andrus, joined each and every week on this show by Christian Cipollini, sports trader at BetMGM. In this episode, we got a special one for you. We are going to look at how the Eagles and the Chiefs Super Bowl futures have evolved over the course of the season, where they were before the year started, how they have changed at different spots throughout the year up to this point where we basically have a pick in Super Bowl 57. After that, we are going to look at the top five most popular game props as we begin Super Bowl week here over at BetMGM. Christian has the data from the book for us to help give us some insight on where the betting dollars are going with still about six days to go until kickoff as we record here Monday morning between the Eagles and the Chiefs. Christian, I couldn't find an Eagles hat at my local store here in Louisville in Kentucky. <laughs> go, shocker, not a big draw in Kentucky or the Philadelphia Eagles, but I have my Phillies hat on. I have my green polo. Hopefully we're square here from our NFC title bet. Yeah, we'll count it for today. I think it's as close <laughs> as we're gonna get. <laughs> so, how, when does this? Uh, when does it really ramp up for you guys? Obviously, you open the odds right after the NFC and the AFC title games. You've had about a week here to kind of start setting some lines, kind of putting them into the the proper spots based on early handle. But when does it really start cranking up for you guys in terms of bets coming into the book for the Super Bowl? That that'll start this weekend as we start like the really the bulk of the bets that'll start coming in. A majority of our handle comes from from those days leading up. Although we are currently well past what a normal Sunday NFL game is at. We, we're already cruising past that handle. We're on to looking more like a, a standalone Sunday night game, um, but it's gonna go way, 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 way more than that. Uh, we have about 700 markets available live. Uh, a, a lot of the Chiefs wide receiver injury news is actually keeping that number from being closer to 800, edging on towards 1,000. Yeah, for sure. Mecole Hardman, Juju Smith-Schuster, Kadarius Tony. We'll see how the injury report comes out on those guys. Andy Reid said it's already unlikely that Mecole Hardman would play after aggravating a hip injury, I believe it was, uh, or a sports hernia. Uh, either or, it's he's not he's unlikely to play in this one. So we'll see about the other guys when the typical Wednesday, Thursday, Friday injury report comes out for the Kansas City Chiefs. And and Christian, it's an obvious question for me and you. We've been around this for a while, but for the casual betters out there, for the ones that might be joining us for the first time all year, the Super Bowl gets more money bet on it than any other sport, any other game in any other sport across the entire calendar year. Is that still accurate? Oh, yeah, yeah, for, for sure. It'll take more than like a week's worth of NBA games at, at least. Um, this Super Bowl, yeah, it'll take – well, more than just a full slate of NFL Sunday, it'll take more than that all combined. Yeah, it's without a doubt our biggest event of the year, uh, one we look forward to. But we have a lot of markets put out and a lot of things that people are betting on. And and not just at BetMGM, but domestic sports books nationwide, we should see record-setting numbers in terms of the money bet on this game compared to previous years. Because I mean, New York opened last year, but now we've added Maryland and Ohio to the mix. Kansas is legal and their team is in the Super Bowl yet again. Well, at least, you know, Kansas City, Missouri. But, you know, you can go right across the bridge from Kansas to get to all those Chiefs fans if they want to bet on the game as well. So uh, obviously we should see record setting numbers again in terms of betting dollars on Super Bowl 57. But let's start, Christian, this show with how these teams got here in the eyes of the sports books. And we'll start with the Kansas City Chiefs, who 
if everybody remembers, was not the favorite to win the Super Bowl. That was the Buffalo Bills. And with that being said, they were still among the top choices here, Christian. So let us know kind of where the the Chiefs started out in their Super Bowl odds and how that may have changed over the course of the year to this point. Yeah, the Chiefs were were good in a good spot for the sports book most of the season. Um, they started out in that division that was supposed to be a nightmare division, which didn't turn out to be that way. So that kept a lot of the preseason betters away from the Chiefs because at, they were still one of the top three favorites um, for most of most of the preseason. There were about plus eight hundred, plus nine hundred, um, depending on what time you got them. But but a price point that when you were looking at that division must have kept people away because we didn't take a ton of bets like we did on the bills, the bills, we were taking bets all, all preseason long, but it wasn't really happening on the chiefs. Um, so they opened at that, you know, decent sized price point. Um, and then they really didn't move too, too far from there throughout the season. Um, about a month in there were plus seven fifty. you know, at this point they looked good. Um, and then about two months in, they're at about plus 650, which is where they sat for a good chunk of the season. Now, a lot of that did help from the division. You know, they came out, I think there was something like 8-2, and 9-2, something, something along those lines. And the rest of the division at that point was crumbling. So it kept us being able to keep that in line and keep them as a low, um, you know, favorite towards the top three for most of the season. Um, and then it continued that way. They did have a few close games, but that but it didn't really change their odds too, too much until they kept winning. And then that, that got them to know where we're here at a pick them. I thought the most interesting point in the entire season with the chiefs odds was, was that point right before the AFC title game. When we had that uncertainty about Patrick Mahomes ankle and all of a sudden the chiefs went from the favorite to win the super bowl down to the third choice in the span of a couple of days, you could have gotten them as, as long as I think three to one going into that AFC title game before the more positive news came out about Patrick Mahomes. That was a very rare event in my mind, Christian, to see that much of, you know, the odds didn't change a ton in terms of implied probability, I suppose, based on, you know, what they were at the beginning of the season. But in the context of only having four teams left and them switching from the first spot to the third spot is not something you see very often in the NFL at that point in the season. No, for sure. And that was probably the point of the season where there was the most value available on the Chiefs just from the way that their odds shaped from the whole year. You know, you weren't getting too, too much value at them at plus 800 in, in a division that was supposed to be good. But if you sat there and you said, I think his ankle is going to be OK at that point, you're getting pretty good value on the best quarterback in the world. Let's shift now to the Philadelphia Eagles, who I think was a very interesting case at the start of the year. If you looked at their strength of schedule by opponent win total, they had one of the three easiest schedules coming into the season. That certainly played out that way to help them get the one seed in the NFC. But at the very beginning, Christian, this was not one of the top favorites on the board across sportsbooks or at BetMGM. This was not a team that had odds shorter than 20 to 1, like the LA Chargers, who were a trendy pick to start the year. It took them a little bit to get some respect here. And then a month in, then they started getting some respect from everybody else, it seemed. Yeah, so a completely different case than the Chiefs here. Uh, the Eagles opened up at 40-1 to 1, uh, wow. after last year's Super Bowl, um, which there there's some tickets out there on there. Some people definitely got some some good ones at 40-1. to 1. Uh, It wasn't until the A.J. Brown trade that they moved up to about 25-1. to 1. 
um, where they hung around there for most of the preseason. Um, and then just before the season started, about a day or two before, they did move finally into that 20-1 to 1 spot. So it took a little bit through the preseason for people to start catching on. Uh, a lot of talk was happening from that jump from 25-1 to 1 to 20-1. to 1. Um, That's kind of where the realization was setting in, I guess, for people and some of our sharper betters that this Eagles schedule is really easy. They have a pretty good team and a lot of things that go their way here. Um, so after that first week, um, where they, they played the Lions, they were 20 to one, but they ended up dropping to 13 to one, uh, right after week one, which is one of the biggest drops that they, they had. Um, obviously things kept going well. They started out, uh, eight and Um, and it wasn't until that first month that they did jump into this, into the, I guess, single or three digits there where they're plus 900. Um, and then by week, by week eight, it was already clear they were into the top three favorites and they were plus 650 where they hung around for there, uh, drifted a little bit back with, with the Hurts injury. Um, but ever since the playoffs been rolling, they've been the favorite, if not the favorite. And to put some uh, schedule related notes here to that odds movement, Christian, week eight was the week after their bye week. They were six and zero going into their bye week. They start the season eight and zero. The first loss doesn't come until Monday night football in week 10 against the Washington commanders where turnovers and, you know, really shot them in the foot and they dropped to eight and one. Obviously, everybody at this point knows that they've only lost that one game all season when Jalen Hurts was the starting quarterback. And now here we are. Christian, I remember that draft night when the Eagles traded for A.J. Brown and I rushed to my BetMGM Sportsbook and made what I thought was a very valuable bet. And as it turns out, I, of the two options, I chose the wrong one. I bet Jalen Hurts to be MVP in the NFL at long odds the minute that trade happened instead of taking Eagles Super Bowl futures. And I think I'm going to regret that one for a long, long time, sir, because, you know, we'll, we'll dive into this more on the Megapod and our special prop show later this week on the YouTube channel and the podcast feed. But I think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. I think they're going to run it right down the Chiefs' throat here, and I'm going to regret that draft night decision <laughs> for a while here. So, But hats off to the Eagles because, to your point, Christian, where is the weakness on this roster? They, From every single position group, they are so strong and, in fact, dominant in some of the ones that are most important. To me, the offensive line is what stands out most about the Eagles. I don't know about you, but to me, it's the O-line. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, they're – the offensive line is just clicking on every cylinder. I think Lane Johnson hasn't a lot of sack in two years. Uh, I mean, three three of their offensive linemen would be the the best player on most, uh, you know, the best lineman on most teams. Um, yeah, just uh, the D line is very good, as you said. Just pretty much every position, they're stacked at each one. Yeah, I, I'm not sure he's won it yet, but Howie Roseman for executive of the year, obviously, what he's done since the awful Carson Wentz trade has been masterful with this roster. It's really incredible what he's done, taking advantage again of an opportunity of a quarterback on a cost-controlled contract, basically costing him nothing and using those resources around the roster elsewhere. I think we truly have the best quarterback on the planet, versus the best team on the planet with the Philadelphia Eagles in Super Bowl 57. And I'm fascinated to see how this turns out. Uh, I do think the Eagles are going to win it, though. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it was a quick uh, rebuild, too. I mean, I think it was two years ago that they fired uh, Doug and, and Carson Wentz. And 
a, a lot of those people from the Super Bowl team from five years ago weren't there. But, you know, besides Kelsey, Lane, Brandon Graham, there's a, a few others outside of that. Like a, a lot of this has been almost a complete and utter rebuild that was yeah. fast to get to this point. Masterful job, honestly, by Howie Roseman. One of the best I've seen in my entire life. And, you know, it's amazing how quickly that can turn because in a town like Philadelphia, they were calling for his head after the Jalen Rager draft pick. But if you look at their starting 22, I think the vast majority of them, maybe only a couple of them, were not drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. So incredible well, I job think, there. I think on the offense, it was – I can't remember, but it was almost every player. A.J. Brown, was right? Drafted. AJ, yeah, A.J. Brown was the only one. Yep. Yeah. Every other player, every other starter was was drafted by the Eagles. Unreal stuff. Just, Unreal job. Which is insane. Yeah, for sure. You're listening to the Lines.com Podcast Network. Looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sports books all in one place? Then join us right here every day this season for free picks and best bets from the sports betting experts you can trust. Check out the Lines.com NFL Megapod as Matt Brown, Steven Andrus, and Adam Candy break down every game for this weekend's football slate. Join the Coast to Coast podcast crew Mondays through Fridays as Nate Weitzer and Josh Lander bring you the best player props and game lines for Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. And tune in to Beat the Closing Line twice a week as Nicole Russo, Mo Nawara, and Eli Hershkovich dive into NFL opening lines, plus special guests from the sports betting world. So subscribe, rate, and review to the Lines Podcast Network, the source you can trust to make you a better sports better. All right, let's look at some props here, Christian. And we are going to look at player props on a future show here on the Lions podcast channel, both on our YouTube feed and also on our audio feed. We're going to do a special show from down in Arizona, so you can stay tuned for that in terms of player props heading into Super Bowl 57. Right now, we're going to look at game props with Christian Cipollini and the top five most popular at the start of Super Bowl week at BetMGM based on handle, total dollars bet on these props. And we'll go from five to one here, Christian. So let's start with number five, the fifth most popular game prop over at BetMGM at the start of Super Bowl week. So I have a, a what I think is a pretty interesting one here uh, is correct score. And we've taken a ton of money on Eagles 37, Chiefs 34, which around the internet, there's a little bit of a, uh, a picture going around. Oh, I guess, God. Uh, <laughs> similar to last year with the Simpsons, uh, the Simpsons screenshot. We took a ton of money around that uh, one this year so far. We are taking a ton of money around this screenshot going around of uh, supposedly the final score leaked, and it's being uh, Eagles 34, Chiefs or Eagles 37, Chiefs 34, uh, and that is our most bet on correct score outcome by a wide margin. What are we doing, Christian? What are these people <laughs> doing? I mean, the, I guess, you know, so, I, I, listen, I'm not going to say all of them believe in the conspiracy that the NFL is scripted. Some of them might be just throwing a couple of bucks down just for fun, uh, but come on, people. Like, <laughs> people run tests on their websites to make sure things work all the time before a game actually happens. ESPN does not have the script on what's going to happen in this game. What I, I will at least, you know, if we look at the spread in the implied team totals here, Christian, we can come up with what kind of the, the final score estimate is based on that. And if we do it that way, um, I believe we're looking at, let's see, Eagles 26 points and Chiefs uh, 24 and a half. So 27-24 would be a reasonable score here for the final. So that is actually, that. 
that's the number two outcome is is that one. So so there are people at least doing the math on there, and then there's others just taking a flyer on something they saw on the internet. <laughs> there you go. I like the second option better. That one makes more sense to me. You're going to go by the spread and the total here. 27-24 Eagles yeah. makes a lot of sense. So uh, we'll see how that one plays out for sure. How about the number four most popular game prop over at BetMGM? Uh, so it'll be actually of these game props. It's actually first team to call a challenge. Oh, and we have a ton of lopsided money towards the Chiefs. So people, for whatever reason, think Andy's going to make that first challenge. That's interesting to me. What what happens if there is no coach's challenge in the game? There is that an that option? Be, no. So the, that's that's would be void if there is no coach's challenge. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, so much of the NFL this year has been the expedited review, New York mm-hmm. chiming in, I'm sure in this case, I'm sure there'll be somebody on site chiming in, changing something real quick. But there's always the chance that we have a situation like we saw in the NFC title game where Devonta Smith at the beginning of the game has that long catch on fourth and three. They go quick, get to the line, and there wasn't enough time for them to make an expedited review. So that would require a coach's challenge. So, um, okay. I don't really have much to handicap there. <laughs> Andy Reid might be more likely to, to challenge the Nick Sirianni. It just depends on what happens in the game, but certainly a fun one for sure. Let's move yep. on to the uh, the third most popular game prop for the Super Bowl over at BetMGM. Yep, one of the favorite ones. It's not available everywhere, unfortunately. Uh, some some states don't allow it, but uh, Gatorade bath color. And we, uh, we are the, the favorite is the one that we're taking the most bets on, which is yellow-green. You know, Christian, I am proud to say that over at thelines.com, we have a special page just set aside for the Super Bowl Gatorade bath, among other props. So you can go to thelines.com and under the Super Bowl 57 odds tab, click on the Gatorade page, and we have the breakdown of all the odds over at BetMGM. Looks like, uh, what what color was the most bet on one over there? Yellow and green? Yellow, green, yep. So that's the second choice in the odds, I believe, at least where they open. Orange was the favorite. Clear or water was the third choice, tied with blue. And then we get into the reds and the purples. And uh, you can bet no Gatorade bath at 16 to 1, too. So maybe Nick Sirianni just runs too fast out onto the field and they don't get to actually, <laughs> you know, give him a Gatorade bath. I don't think Andy Reid's outrunning anybody, but. No. Hey, maybe Nick Sirianni doesn't get one. So that's always an option as well. If we look at just the past Gatorade bath colors, last two years was blue. Before that was orange when it was the Kansas City Chiefs. Last time the Chiefs won, it was orange. So keep that in mind. Last time the Eagles won, it was yellow. So if they haven't changed the Gatorade team order over the past few years, there's your handicap. Chiefs orange, Eagles yellow for what that's worth, Christian. That's some good stuff there. <laughs> well, here's you know what? Let's go, let's go further down the rabbit hole here. Orange opened as the favorite, even though the yep. Eagles are the favorite in the Super Bowl odds. So if orange is correlated to the Chiefs and yellow is correlated to the Eagles, but yellow is the second choice, value. Gatorade value. <laughs> if the Eagles win this. Oh, man. I'm about to get on there and start fixing that up real quick. It's been a long season, Christian. I, this, this is all I got left, man. This is all we got left. There's only one game to talk about. You can only talk about EPA and success rate for so long, my friend. <laughs> all right. How about the next most popular one? We'll get into a, a more normal one here. This is a first touchdown scorer. Okay. Uh, last year, the book 
got absolutely hosed on uh, Odell Beckham first touchdown. Uh, still to this day, the biggest losing specific market that the books ever had hmm. that was last year. Odell first touchdown score. Uh, it's trending in the direction where if Travis Kelsey scores the first touchdown, he then he might get close to beating that. That's interesting to me. So Travis Kelsey is the top choice for you guys based on handle. Yep. Yep. So if we take a look at how these teams have done this year in the first quarter, I actually am pretty sure that the Eagles are just as good, if not better than the Chiefs in terms of their offensive production. So by EPA per play in the first quarter this season, the Chiefs are number one. The Eagles are number two. By success rate, the Chiefs are number one. The Eagles are number five. But if we go by uh, rushing EPA and rushing success rate, then the Eagles are obviously much better than the Chiefs in that category. The Eagles are number two in rush success rate. The Chiefs are number three. The Eagles are number seven in rush EPA, and the Chiefs are all the way down at number 16. So um, this could be whoever gets the ball first in this game. So uh, who's going to have the opportunity to score the first touchdown with such a high total in the 50s here? And obviously, both of these teams are very, very good at scripting their first drives. So um, I'm inclined to actually look to an eagle in this prop based on how strong they've been. I think there's a physicality with that offensive line that is a matchup advantage for the Eagles. So I would probably be looking maybe, you know, Miles Sanders for first touchdown scorer here um, with how run heavy they've been and Jalen Hurts struggling to hit the deep ball in the postseason so far this year. So I think if I'm going to pick one here, I'm actually going to go away from Kelsey and go with Miles Sanders, who I'm sure is, you know, one of probably one of your foremost shortest odds for this. Yeah, so our, our two, three, and four or have about the same handle as Kelsey, which are two, three, and four are Sanders, Hertz, and AJ Brown. So it's basically the split up of the three Eagles. Uh, I guess on the the Chiefs side, it's it's Kelsey or nobody from what what, what people think. I think Kenny Gainwell will get as much run as Sanders will in this game. I'm just not sure he's going to get the first drive. So I think an anytime touchdown perhaps on Kenny Gainwell might be attractive to me. Maybe his overs as well. Those have been on the move. They moved a couple of yards. So, uh, but I'm at least going to, do you have it in front of you? What what Gainwell's first touchdown odds are? If not, no big deal. Yeah, plus 1600. Okay. So plus plus 1600. He's he's actually not taking uh, comparison to other you know, people in his range, he's not taking as many bets. So people do tend to agree with you. But if I do go back through the player props, Kenneth Gamewell overs are getting hit, you know, yeah. across the board. So people do like him to run the ball much, but so far not to, to score that touchdown. Yeah, his his rushing yard total is still under 20 right now, but it's ticked up a couple of yards from open from when it was about 15 and a half. But as far as this first touchdown score market, if I was going to just throw a little, you know, fun money down, some lunch money on a long shot, I think Kenny Gainwell would be the guy that I would choose here uh, in that market. Uh, and now I believe we've reached the most popular game prop at BetMGM. If my if I didn't lose count here, Christian, so we're still at number two. Oh, we're at number two. I did lose count. I told you, man. It's been a long season. It's been a long season. What we got for number two? I'll go with number two as Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Um, so far, our favorite is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, fairly close second is Jalen Hurts. And then our third, it's a big gap after three. Our third is Kelsey Travis. Okay. I actually thought maybe Hassan Reddick would be up there pretty high. Is he cracking? I thought so. Yeah. I thought yep. so. So after what they saw in the NFC title game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he did open at 50 to one. He's down to 30 to one now. 
uh, actually the fifth favorite uh, com- combined with a few people for fifth favorite. But yeah, his, he's definitely taken some interest. Uh, people saw what he did on that in that 49ers game. And if he does it again in a similar game flow, he definitely has a chance. I mean, we talked about it last week. You said that you liked him uh, as a decent flyer there. So people are agreeing with you a bit. Yeah, for sure. So I think he was about 50 to one before the Eagles actually got here. And then obviously his, his game wrecking performance against the San Francisco 49ers have only increased the popularity of that bet and shortened his odds. So um, I do think that it does make a lot of sense if you're interested in backing the Chiefs in this game, then to try and get a little bit better number on, on Mahomes MVP odds versus the money line. You're always taking a little bit of a risk there. You know, I, Mahomes, by my board here, Christian, I'm seeing plus 135 over yep. at BetMGM for Super Bowl MVP. And if we look at the, the money line here for the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously going to be a little bit shorter than that. So we're looking at, uh, let's see here, if I can get my board to work, uh, plus 105 on the money line just for the Chiefs to win. So in my mind, I don't, I mean, Barring some guy having two picks and he returns one for a touchdown, uh, I don't see the running backs having enough yardage here to to make this a big game. I think if Kelsey scores a lot of touchdowns, then Mahomes is still going to get a lot of the credit for that, especially playing on a bum ankle. So, um, you know, I think short of two picks and a pick six for the Chiefs defense for one individual player or Kelsey going for like 150 yards and three touchdowns, I think this is Mahomes all the way. It's going to have to be a high-scoring game, I think, and and obviously he's going to get a lot of the credit for that. So you can get a little bit more on the MVP market there versus Chiefs team money line. Um, But again, I still think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl, and we'll talk about that more on a later show. All right, Christian, we have reached the most popular game prop for the Super Bowl at the start of Super Bowl 57 week. What is it over at BetMGM? The coin toss. One of the favorites, of the coin toss, <laughs> where we are lopsided on tails. Actually, about about fifty seven percent of the money is coming in on tails overheads. Well, tails never fails, right? There's my of handicap. Of course, of course. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know what, man? It's the Super Bowl. If people want to have a little fun on that, uh, do you? I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you know what your limits are for the coin toss? Like, how does that work? Is it, and is it more or less than a typical prop for you guys? Like, how do you handle a a coin toss situation? There's no limit on the coin toss. We'll take we'll take whatever you want. <laughs> there's <laughs> no right. perceived. You know, there's no perceived that it's. It's a literal coin toss. <laughs> Literally. So, I mean, I could sit here and tell you, you know, how often heads has come up and how often tails has come up in the Super Bowl. And, you know, we could talk about the weight of the special coin. But anybody that's trying to do that, run like hell. <laughs> it's a coin toss. It's a 50-50 shot every individual time they flip it. Have fun. Enjoy it. But please don't try and waste your time handicapping it. And if you're going to bet it, go do it over at BetMGM with Christian and his boys and check out all the promos they got over it for the Super Bowl over at BetMGM. So, um, Christian, what are your final thoughts here for the Super Bowl? We're not going to be able to talk again until afterwards. So um, we'll do one more kind of recap for the NFL season next week after the game and kind of put a put a bow on this entire season. But and we'll maybe look at some you know opening odds for the 2024 Super Bowl for Super Bowl 58. But before this game happens, 
What are your thoughts on it? So I see it two ways. Um, for one, I like two different bets. What you said there, either I like Mahomes MVP just because of the fact of, you know, I think if the Chiefs do win it, I think there's very few scenarios where Mahomes doesn't win that MVP. Or if not, then I like the Eagles by uh, on an alternate spread, either at six and a half or at nine and a half. Um, I think there's definitely potential where they just completely steamroll them, or maybe not to the degree of steamroll them like they have other teams, but just the Mahomes can't handle it. The defense is getting to them, and that ankle hurts. And I think there's a decent chance that the Eagles can come through with a double-digit win or at least a touchdown uh, win. But if not, if, it, if I think it's close, I, I do think that Mahomes will take the take the edge there and end up winning. So I think it goes one of two ways. But I'm going to lean towards my Eagles and think that they win by a little bit here. But uh, I think in most close games, I'm going to I'm going to edge towards the Chiefs. I am a big believer that the rookie contract for the quarterback in the NFL is one of the few remaining cheat codes left in the salary cap era. I think the Eagles clearly have the better roster top to bottom, and I think they edge one out here against the best quarterback in the world. But when you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, sometimes all bets are off, so we'll see what happens. But gun to my head, leaning towards the Eagles here in, a, in what hopefully is a classic Super Bowl. The last two times... We had a spread this tight in the Super Bowl. We had classics, including in Arizona, the Malcolm Butler touchdown or Malcolm Butler interception at the goal line between the Seahawks and the Patriots to help get Tom Brady another Super Bowl and stop Russell Wilson from winning back to back. So hopefully we have another classic one here down in the desert for Super Bowl 57. Good luck with your bets, everybody. At thelines.com, we're going to have a, a, some more Super Bowl coverage for you this week, some bonus coverage. We'll have the Megapod as usual. We will also be hosting a special Super Bowl player prop show from down in Arizona. Be sure to check that one out on our YouTube channel and our podcast feed. Nicole Russo will be joining me for that, as well as a ton of members from our staff giving their takes and what they have bet on from quarterback props, running back props, wide receiver props, everything you can think of, and uh, should be a fun one from down in Arizona. For Christian Cipollini, I'm Steven Andres. Best of luck with your bets in Super Bowl 57.